0: God Hears Her God Hears Her God Hears Her is brought to you is brought to you by our Daily Bread Ministries. Visit GodHearsHer.org Visit GodHearsHer.org
1: or find us on social for more information. Great example. There was somebody that was in my life that was um, very domineering Mm -hmm. towards me. He felt like he heard from God Right, and I haven't been oh my hearing gosh. from God.
0: That happens. I'm supposed to marry you, you know. I'm supposed to be your business partner. Yeah. I'm, yeah, those kinds of things. When people come and pronounce that this has come from God, and yeah. I've heard it, and you need to agree with it, what did you do with it?
1: I said, well, God hasn't told me yet. Good. <laughs> Good. So yeah, I'm gonna pray and journal and talk to him, and we'll. I'll hear from him.
0: See, and, and I think. Anytime a person's going to speak to us, we've got to do the work to take what they are saying and match it up against the Bible and Scripture. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, He sees you, and He loves you because you are His. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Elisa Morgan. And I'm
1: Erin Eddy. I want to ask you a question. How do you hear God? Do you want to hear from God? Do you ever cry out to Him with questions or ask Him for direction? On today's show, Elisa and I will be discussing a few ways we can hear from God. That's coming up in about 30 seconds.
0: Before we begin today's conversation, just a reminder. We know you're busy. And one of our goals is to serve you even in the midst of your busy day. As a result, the talking points for every show can be found in the podcast description or on our website at GodHearsHer.org. These show notes also include links to resources mentioned in the show, including the link to a free resource from Our Daily Bread Ministries, which we'll tell you more about in just a bit. Again, the show notes can be found in the podcast description or on our website at GodHearsHer.org. That's GodHearsHer.org. So let's get to
1: it. Here's our conversation about how we hear from God on today's edition
0: of God Hears Her. So the title of this podcast that we do together is called God Hears Her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's always thrown me. Hmm. I, I got to be honest. It has thrown me. I'm like, God hears her. Wait, how do we hear God? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I am blown away that he hears me. Yeah. But I think one of the questions that rumbles around right at the top of my life is, how do I hear God? And we want to
1: hear him. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we want to hear him more than knowing that he hears us.
0: Yeah. But it's like, me, 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 me. Like my my Furby does. You know, he does (laughs) a little me, 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 me thing. You know, actually, it's a girl. But... Wait, hold on. You have a
1: Furby? Yeah, I
0: have a Furby. Do you really? I do. My grandson made me get one. What
1: kind is it? He didn't
0: like it when I talk about it because then everybody knows that my almost 16-year-old grandson has a, I a Furby. Furby. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure nobody he knows listens to this. So I what think we're safe. What color is it? Purple. <laughs> and it has little aqua hair, you know?
1: Stop. Do they still sell those?
0: I had to look online for it. Okay, we are Sorry, digressing. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, so, anyway. <laughs> So when we come into a place and consider that God hears us, it is all yeah. me, 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 me. You know, he loves me. He sees me. Yeah. He hears me. We say that every time we record something together and it's powerful and yeah. amazing. But I got to sit here for just a second and say, that's powerful. But my felt need is also to know how to hear God. Mm. How to hear God in my everyday, how to hear him in my life. Yeah. I'm blown away that he hears me, but I want to know. How do I have access to his, his words, his, his direction, voice, his, his yeah guidance, all of that. So I'm just going to put you on the spot for a second. You know, when do you feel like you have heard from God?
1: If I look back on my relationship, I can see him speaking to me during light times, mm-hmm. during like, just like easy times of my life. Okay. I can see it.
0: What was that like?
1: Um, It was just guiding me in directions for my job, Mm -hmm. um, guiding me in directions, you know, with family stuff, Mm -hmm. guiding me in directions for, honestly, career choices, I think. But
0: what does that look like, guiding me?
1: He's brought people in my life that have spoken over me, and like, there's something in my gut that I just knew it's divine.
0: Can you give me an example? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a couple.
1: Yeah, give me give me. Yeah, let me think about that. I think to that.
0: myself um, of a season in my life when I was a young mom and I, I wasn't working. I was staying home with my kids. They were 3 and 5 and my phone rang and on the other end was a board member from an organization called Mops International, Mothers of Preschoolers, and they were looking for their first president. It was a grassroots movement, but they were looking to formalize it and to hire a staff. And so they were looking for somebody to apply to be the president, and they had you know, reached out to a lot of places and they wanted to see if I wanted to apply. And I thought, you know, <laughs> me? Yeah. My reality is that I had never been pregnant. My reality is I didn't think I was that great of a mom. My kids came to me through adoption but because they called in a given moment when i was actually praying to receive guidance mm. back to your statement i said i would pray about it and so i doubled up my therapy sessions truly and i was reading in scripture right where i had been and i came to john 15:16 which says i've chosen you to bear fruit mm. fruit that will last mm. and i thought wow that is I could do that through mops, you know, God might want to use me. And there were several other situations. I went to the grocery store. And there I saw all these other moms. And I I felt all this pressure to be perfect as a mom. And I just felt inside me, I felt maybe it was God saying, Elisa, nobody knows how they're doing this. Mm -hmm. Maybe just bring forward the vulnerability Mm -hmm. of not knowing. So that was it. And I ended up applying. And I ended up being selected. And I, in my wildest dreams, would never have imagined myself leading yeah. a mothering organization. And again, if you want to know my story, we've talked about it in another program. But the reality is, when I look at that orchestration of the phone call and my need before it, of where I was reading in scripture, and of going to the grocery store and yeah. seeing all the other moms around me, and of also being in counseling, yeah, <laughs> think, yeah. it was like a perfect storm where I do believe God spoke to me yes that's so
1: good that's so good okay so i remember one of my business mentors i meet like once a month with them and i had it in about a year because i took a break from working with my company and we get coffee and at that point i'm pretty much at the end of like throwing in the towel i'm pretty tired and you know, just uh, drain. Don't think that I'm qualified. I think a lot of us feel like we're not qualified. So we, we start to, I started mm-hmm. living in that headspace right. for over a year yeah. thinking I'm just not qualified. Like I can't be used for this area. You know, I'm a has-been, I'm not relevant or all of those different things. At 32,
0: she's a has-been. Wait, she's not relevant. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I think I need to leave now.
1: <laughs> no, but you know, it's like, it's like I had, I had experienced my mm. peak time mm. for my career mm. and then Everyone's tired of me now. Uh-huh. Right? Like I, that's and That's, that's what you
0: thought. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. These were what you were listening to. These are to. the things okay. I thought, and okay. I lived in them. Gotcha.
1: You know, I think that we can allow lies to just grip us. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I was being just very honest of like, I think I'm done. I think I'm going to close the doors. So that meeting was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. On Monday, mm-hmm. I had prayed a prayer I had just prayed, God, make new wine out of my circumstances.
0: New wine out
1: of your circumstances. Hmm. Hmm. I was like, make new wine. And Wednesday, my mentor goes, Erin, you can't put your old ways into something
0: new. Wow. Which is really a a scripture, (laughs) right? That's it. Yeah. Which is don't put... New wine. In old wineskins. In old wineskins. And before
1: that, it talks about you cannot put a fresh patch on an old garment.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, we're just pulling out a Bible verse and putting it on your situation. Yeah. Is that a good idea? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. (laughs) Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. And sometimes we hear God that way because people will say a word from the Word of God in such a way that it resonates Mm -hmm. with the the truth of that word in Scripture in our hearts. It's a good idea to go look up what that word is when that happens, Yeah, to kind of figure it out and check it out and say what was happening in that situation.
1: Absolutely. But
0: Jesus is talking about a whole new way of life Yes, that the old way of the law is not going to work anymore. The old way of the lies that you can be perfect enough is not going to work anymore. And Mm -hmm. so we need to move into a new relationship with the new wine of his presence in a relationship. That's powerful. What I want to kind of mine in, hold that example. Mm. And let's see if we can't maybe offer some examples of how we hear from God. Mm. Me in my call to mops, you in this crossroads in your career? Yeah. And we're probably going to think of some other examples too as we go through this, but I want to think through what are some of the ways that God reveals himself? What Mm. are some of the ways that he makes himself accessible to us that we Mm. can hear him? And I'm I'm using air quotes here. Hear him. I mean, does God speak in an audible voice to us? Mm. Some people might say yes. I've never heard God boom, you know, like he did with Moses.
1: So, So can we hear God audibly? Some people say Yes. Some people say no. Some people interpret. I think the way they hear God, it would be like this very loud, overcoming Mm -hmm, voice. mm -hmm. Others, it could be a gentle, a gentleness, Mm -hmm. like a whisper, almost like a A nudge or a nudge or mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. or you might feel like you don't hear him at all. Mm -hmm, And maybe he sends mm -hmm. ladybugs to remind you things, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah. And you know what?
0: We get all like self-condemning. When other people say, well, I heard God say something, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm yeah. not spiritual enough to listen to God, you know, that kind of thing. But but let me suggest some things I think God does say, ways he does make himself known to us. And the first one is Scripture. Yeah. It, it is actually the Bible. And we get real mixed up in this. I want to say, I think one of the things that's helped me understand how to read the Bible is to read it with an ear to the author. Mm. Okay, what hits you when I say that?
1: Read it with the ear of the author. Well, you're removing yourself.
0: Okay. Okay, so what did the author intend for right. me to know when exactly. I read the Bible? What
1: are they going to Yes. Do?
0: And so when I say that word author, I want to be clear and say we need to think about the author with a capital A
1: mm.
0: and an author with a small a. Yes. Okay. The author with a small a is the human instrument mm. that was used to take down the words, you know, Moses, John, Matthew, Paul, you know, you know, yeah. David writing the Psalms. These are the human instruments that God used. And so when we're listening to the Word of God, the Bible, we're going to listen with an ear to what was happening culturally, what kind of genre of literature each book is, you know, understanding the history of Israel, understanding the history of the New Testament Church, understanding, you know, what was happening. That's really important work. But then we also want to listen to the Bible with an ear to the author who's a capital A. And mm-hmm. that's that's the living word of God. You know, that is the Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit, that's the Trinity, that is how God reveals Himself. So that when I'm reading Jesus' words about new wineskins, I'm understanding that He's speaking to a culture where wine was made from fermented grapes and put in leathered skins. Mm -hmm. And as the wine fermented, the skins would expand. Then I understand, and and Jesus is making an analogy to the law. So suddenly now I'm understanding that the way the Bible is written with an ear to an author with a small a, and then I ask God, the capital A, help me understand what this means for me now as this person is speaking it to me when I think I'm done in my career. Yes. And I've been praying for you to make new wine. Help me understand what that means here. That's so beautiful. God does speak
1: to us through scripture, both through the lowercase a authors and the capital A author. but. There are also more ways we can hear from God. And in just a moment, we will talk about how God can use other people to speak into our lives, along with the caution of how to know when what someone says is from God, and maybe when it's not. This is God Hears Her, and we will be right back.
0: Hey guys, if you're enjoying the show today, please take a moment to write a quick review and rate us on iTunes and on whatever podcast platform you listen. Reviews and ratings help us reach more people, because iTunes and other podcast platforms push highly rated shows in front of more people. So if you could take a moment to write a quick review and rate us, that would be super helpful in helping us to reach more women with a message that God Hears Her. Welcome back to God Hears Her. I'm Elisa Morgan. And I'm Erin Eddy, and in just a moment
1: we will offer a few more ways we hear from God. Specifically, we will begin by discussing how God uses other people to speak into our lives and how to make sure
0: what other people are saying is
1: actually from God.
0: Mm. Before we jump back into our conversation, don't forget, we've collected a list of today's talking points on how we hear from God and have included them in the show notes. They're available in the podcast description. So if you think you missed anything, click on the podcast description or check out our website at GodHearsHer.org. That's GodHearsHer.org.
1: We will also have included a link to a free e-booklet titled, God Is Not Silent. In this e-booklet, Bill Crowder discusses how Jesus came so we could hear from God. He also helps us get to know who God is by helping us get to know Jesus. This e-booklet fits well with today's conversation, and it's yours for free. Just click on the link in the show notes or visit GodHearsHer.org. So let's jump back into today's show as Elisa asks us to consider who are the people God uses to speak into our lives and how to make sure what they say is actually from God. This is God Hears Her.
0: Let's go to the next thing we're talking about, which is people. God does speak to us through people, Mm. as he did to you, as he did to me in my phone call, Um, in my days when I've been in therapy, which have been a lot of days I've been in therapy. (laughs) Me too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) God God has used my counselor, Mm. you know, from time to time to help me look at things that I didn't know what to do with. God has used my parents. He's used my family. He's used my husband, you know, to, to help me, not like, their voice opens and God's voice pops out. But in a moment, when something is something I need to look at and it's a corrective gesture or, or when it's a, a wisdom gesture, God has these people yeah. in my life. I think scripture is very clear about there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors and people mm-hmm. around us who are wiser than us and learning to listen to mm-hmm. them. And you mentioned having a mentor yeah, who, who's served that role for you. Yes, absolutely.
1: Mm. And I think you know, defining like the qualities of a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to be careful for the people that Good. speak into you. Mm-hmm. Um, who are they in the in their community? Who are they consistently? Do you, like, I like to study patterns in people. And so, you know, are they consistent in their home life and in their work life? And then I trust them and what they say. And mm-hmm. I take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but I absolutely think that God has brought mentors in my life that I've vetted. Mm-hmm. And then I've been able to just listen to them and trust and knowing that like there are moments where I'm like, God, this is what they're saying.
0: Like, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? That, see, and, and I think anytime a person's going to speak to us, we've got to do the work yeah. to take what they are saying and match it up against the Bible and scripture. Absolutely. Because if something doesn't match that, then yeah. it's probably false or wrong or not right for us. Yes. In this given moment.
1: Great example. There was somebody that was in my life that was. I'm very domineering Mm -hmm. towards me. He felt like he heard from God. Right. And I haven't been hearing from God.
0: That happens. I'm supposed to marry you. You know, I'm supposed to be your business partner. Yeah. Yeah. Those kinds of things. When people come and pronounce that this has come from God and I've heard it and you need to agree with it. It's really a power game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is an absolute power game. So we need to call it for what it is. Yes. And again, take it and lay it alongside what mm-hmm. we know of God from how he's revealed himself in his word. Yeah. What did you do with that?
1: I said, well, God hasn't told me yet. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to pray and journal and talk to him and we'll, I'll hear from him.
0: You know, it doesn't mean always that somebody's trying to control you, though.
1: Right. No, it doesn't. Sometimes... I do believe that God
0: can give people words Mm -hmm. to speak into us. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen in in a conversation. (laughs) I didn't mean to say something to another person, but, you know, suddenly I'll go, you know what? It just seems like you're really wanting to make a change in your life. And they're like, oh my gosh, I've been praying about that. You know, and I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know that was. So it can be a legitimate offering.
1: Yes. And I think it's deciphering between if it's fear driven Mm. or love driven.
0: On their part or your part? Their
1: part with their words. Mm -hmm. If they're projecting fear on you. That's good. Right? Yeah. Then you know that Mm -hmm. God
0: doesn't communicate through that way. Yeah. Okay. Another way God speaks to us is through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Now that's really personal, I think. Yeah. I just want to encourage us all to spend some time in the book of John chapters 13 all the way through 17, and underline or highlight every time you see the word Holy Spirit or advocate or counselor, because we find out so many things about him through Jesus's prayer in the upper room for his disciples right before he goes to the cross. Mm. I think one of the most intriguing verses is in John chapter 14, verses 25 and 26 all this I've spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Mm. Okay, so Jesus is talking to his first century disciples. And again, go through and highlight and look at all the other things. He talks about the role of the Holy Spirit to convict us and teach us and train us and etc. cetera. He talks about the Holy Spirit being a paraclete, which means he comes alongside mm. and is with us when we look at that, it shouldn't surprise us then that these supernatural (laughs) moments where suddenly we find help in a spot where we thought we were helpless. Yeah. Have you seen that ever in your life? God show up and provide something for you and you go, this has to be the Holy Spirit helping me. And I know when it's him, Mm -hmm. I cry Mm. unexpectedly. Okay,
1: (laughs) okay, Um, But not everybody experiences that. But for me, it's
0: So it's an emotional thing for you. Mm -hmm. I can remember specific instances. Um, I was sitting in church praying over my son, who was in those days pretty wayward, Mm -hmm. and I actually struggled with—I didn't know where he was. He had— Gone off on his own, and I didn't know where he had gone. And I was so worried about him. I looked down in church, I was sitting on a pew, and next to me was a little toddler whose legs were sticking straight out. You know how they do? They're yeah. too short to hang over the edge, just sticking straight out, and his little feet were <laughs> sitting up. And it made me think of my son when he was a toddler, mm-hmm. and my heart grew heavy, and I wondered where he was. And in that moment, okay, I think this was the Holy Spirit reminding me, I didn't hear a voice. But I, I had this thought of, Elisa, do you remember this story of when Nathaniel was standing under the tree? I think this is in John, the first part of the book of John. And Jesus remarked about how he saw him standing under the tree. And it mm-hmm. was so weird because it, the Bible doesn't to go and Jesus saw him under the tree. Jesus yeah. just said, I saw you under the tree. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I remember that story. And then I, I just felt like, God was nudging me through the Holy Spirit to go, I know where your son is. If I could see Nathaniel, Mm. I can see just like you see this little toddler's shoes. I can see your son in his shoes. I saw him when he was two years old like that toddler, and I see him today Mm. like the grown man that he is far Mm. away from you. And it was a great comfort. And and that I could have made it up, sure, but I had a sense that it was God through his Holy Spirit reminding me of what was true. Mm. in my world that's beautiful lisa so we see god in scripture we hear from god through the holy spirit we hear from god through people there's other ways yeah can you think of other ways one thing that i said i have something that i
1: do in the mornings Mm -hmm. and uh, i put my phone away and i want to just have a conversation with god And talk to him about the things I'm thinking about. I want to hear from him. I want to know what he wants for my life. What he wants to use me for. And so there's a few things that I do that I ask. Number one, I sit there. I check in with what I'm feeling. What am I feeling right now today? Am I being resistant Mm -hmm. to wanting to talk to him? Mm -hmm. To hear from him? Mm -hmm. Um, I recap yesterday. That's number two. I recap, okay, what happened yesterday all the ins and outs, the goods, the bads, what happened. Number three, I talk to God. What's on my heart and my mind right now in just general, mm-hmm. not yesterday, mm-hmm. not just today, but in general for future, okay. from the past, just all, just talk to him. And then four, I confess and I say, "This is these are things that like I'm not proud of, that mm-hmm. I feel icky about, mm-hmm. that I've done or that I've thought, and mm-hmm. I just... Just share it. Mm -hmm. And then five, I invite him in. And I say, God, what do you want to tell me? Mm. Speak to me. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I want to invite you in and I want to learn to hear your voice. Mm -hmm. And then I, I do that every day. And then at number six is I'll open up scripture and whatever I'm studying that pertains to that season of life. And those things, those six things, have helped me Mm -hmm. to start to hear and to talk, like practice that listening and hearing and speaking. It's a conversation.
0: Yes. And it isn't going to be the audible, but the things that come to mind as we're listening, we need to take seriously. And again, compare them with what we know is true. Yeah. But hold them. Yeah. One way to keep track of that through your six steps Mm -hmm. is to journal. Yeah, because you really can write out each of these things. Here's what I'm feeling. Checking in on. Here's what I need to say. Here's what I need to confess. Here's what. What do you want to say to me? And that's a way to keep track day to day to day to day, and that makes a lot of sense for some people. Yeah, some people struggle with that. Yeah, there are other ways to have a conversation with God. You can do it through art. Yeah, you can do it through nature. You can do it through conversation or a Bible study. There's lots of ways to do it. My husband has a practice that's kind of interesting too. He, in the last few years, has picked a word. Hmm. It's taken him sometimes six weeks to three months to know what word is the right word. Um, He came to the word watch. He felt that was the word that, from reading different scriptures and from sitting with God in prayer, that God wanted him to focus on. And I'm not kidding, the entire year of that word watch... God opened doors for my husband, for Evan, in ministry, in relationships, um, in his career. He took him into new places, into people he'd never even met before. Mm. It caused him to change his residence where we live, things just by watching. Yeah. So I think there is a way in which we can be very intentional to, yeah. to, to join God in what he wants to do in our lives by even picking a word. Mm. Okay, so, some yeah. other ways. Um has God ever like used music in your life? Yeah, I think so. You're a little
1: singer. Yes. I do connect with God through music, mm-hmm. through worship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll turn my lights off and I'll put music on and I'll mm-hmm. just I'll just get on my knees and I'll just open my hands mm-hmm. and I'll just let these words pour over me. And I know that I'm truly just worshiping and hearing from him when I my voice sounds terrible (laughs) (laughs) and I used to sing for Mm -hmm. a living
0: (laughs) my favorite thing is to put in my earbuds and sing 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 Mm -hmm. I do it on my back deck you know like at sunset and I feel really sad for my neighbors but yeah (laughs) it it, it is a beautiful way and so the lyrics that I know have been prayerfully constructed and and even if of hymns of old hymns and Fanny Crosby or you know others these songs have been gifted to us and God uses them I agree Okay, some other ways. um. There have been some
1: books that I've read that I feel like I picked up and I started reading and then recognizing
0: that, oh my gosh, this is the exact book that I needed to mm. read in this season oh, of life. That's and a I- great thing to say to authors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And C.S. Lewis or, you know, whoever, a specific quote, you know, a book that, you know, sometimes you pick up a book and you start reading it, and you don't even know where you got it, but you yeah. find yourself underlining like every single sentence on the page. Yes. And it's like, it was given to you in a God-given moment. That's so true. Well, I remember there was a Bible
1: study that I attended and one of the women there came up to me and she goes, I brought the book that you wanted. Wow. And I said, what What book? Uh-huh. Like I didn't ask
0: for a book. <laughs> oh my god! She
1: goes, yeah, I remember that book you said you wanted? And the book <gasps> was about discerning the voice of God. That's crazy. And she gives me this book uh-huh. and I'm like, I don't even know who this
0: author is. Like I did not ask
1: asked Ask for this. Not duck. out loud. You didn't. Did. <laughs> not out loud I did not But I read it and it changed my life.
0: I mean, we have talked about God can speak through the Bible. He can speak through people. He can speak through circumstances. He can speak through the Holy Spirit. He can speak as we journal, as we select a word and lean into his wisdom. I think if we're listening, we can hear God pretty much anywhere. But why doesn't he speak more? And why do our hearts grow so heavy with the echoes of his silence? What do we do when we have tried all those things and we don't hear God speak? Mm. I feel like it's in the silence.
1: And silence to me feels like stillness because I can make a whole lot of noise and experience his, I feel like sometimes we're on a hamster wheel mm-hmm. and we're just like, mm-hmm. we're running around just trying to hear him, trying to hear him, trying to hear him. And I think sometimes it's like, stop the hamster wheel. Okay. And just like, <laughs> yes. be still child. <laughs> because I think it's in our stillness is when we actually mm-hmm. do hear him. We're being refined. We're learning mm-hmm. to just pause and to just stay instead of, there's examples
0: of that in scripture, you know, in, in all of Job's suffering, mm. You know, it was in the silence of God that he began to know him. And, you know, so sometimes our white noise of our life and our anxiety and our desperation is the very thing that deafens us to God. And sometimes I think you turn to the other side and you realize, how do I hear God? Sometimes it's in the silence of just sitting and knowing that he hears me.
1: Sometimes the silence is the best place to hear God and know that He hears us.
0: If you're listening to God Hears Her, I'm Erin Eddy. And I'm Elisa Morgan. And we covered a whole bunch of different ways we can hear from God. And if you think you might have missed one, we have them typed out for you in a list. And the list is in the show notes, which are located in the podcast description or on our website, godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org.
1: In the show notes, you will also find references for any Bible passages mentioned, as well as links to both the God Sees Her daily devotional and to a free e-booklet titled God Is Not Silent by Bill Crowder. As we talked about today, God is not silent. And this e-booklet is a great way to explore what it looks like to hear from God. Again, this e-booklet is free. Just click on the link in the show notes or visit GodHearsHer.org.
0: Thanks so much for joining us today. And don't forget, God sees you, he hears you, he loves you because you were his.
1: It takes a team to create a podcast, and today we want to thank Diana, Mary, and Bill for all your help in creating and sharing the God Hears Her podcast. You guys are
0: awesome.